The Calgary Flames are in the library cooking up an equation to see what it will take to pass the final test of making the playoffs. Your Locked On Flames, your daily podcast on the Calgary Flames. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to today's episode of Locked on Flames. As always, I'm your host, Jess Belmosto, joined by my Tuesday and Thursday partner in crime, Nick Zararis. Nick, how are you doing? I'm good. I'm tired because I've been staying up to watch the World Baseball Classic games that start at like 11 o'clock every night just because like I'm so excited baseball's back, but I'm fine. I'm, I'm excited. You're hanging in there, and you know... Yeah. You're used to staying up late because the Flames and, you know, it's going to be an even more exciting push as we dive into this last bit of their schedule here today um, to talk about how making the playoffs is kind of actually realistic. And you don't I wouldn't really- say realistic. I- I- I'd say it's within the realm of possibility. It's within the realm of possibility. So... I will stop gaslighting myself here and Nick will bring us all back down to earth. But before we do that, make sure you're subscribed to today's or subscribe to Locked on Flames while you're listening to today's episode. And you can get us anywhere you get your podcast. And of course, we are free on YouTube. I have been loving uh, all of your comments on yesterday's video. So it's absolute pleasure to chat with y'all. And Nick, take it away. So. You said it perfectly. The Flames have spent the first 12 weeks of the semester going to parties, turning in one assignment a week, uh, not really drinking a lot of water, maybe participating in some extracurricular activities, like the John Mulaney joke about, I spent four years of college and I didn't drink water the entire time I was there. <laughs> that That's what the Flames have done all year. Yeah. But they have 58 in their course. If they get a 95 on the final, they can eat – crawl across that finish line, get a passing grade, not fail the course. They might not meet the minimum requirement if that class is in their major where you need a certain grade. But if you just get in, if you just pass one of those prereqs or one of those jet ed requirements, you're still alive. You are alive. You get to go to the next semester without that failing grade and without the ramifications of failing a grade. The Flames have been messing around all season. They have, they're in the library right now. They have got a six shot of espresso coffee next to them. They've got water next to them. They've got a bang energy or a Celsius energy next to them. They are absolutely locked in. They are vibrating. They are seeing numbers floating in the air around them, like Alan in the hangover in the casino. They are trying their best right now to make it happen. I, I was ready to call them dead when the Wild scored that goal in overtime. Oh, I was ready to say... Well, it's been a nice season. It's been a nice season. It didn't work out. And then I I was scrolling down on my phone and I looked up and offsides review. Okay. And then they call it back and then the flames win. And suddenly we're back 20 minutes after we said it's over. We're so back. That is where the flames are at right now. Every single game is an opportunity. They are trying any and everything. The lineup, it doesn't really matter because it is going to be fluid beyond belief 
over the course of these next couple of games. They're going to do everything in their power to keep this alive. They probably should not still be alive. They've been very fortuitous that the West itself has been bad all year. They're very fortuitous that they handed in a couple of homework assignments during the course of the previous 12 weeks before the semester started winding down. They have a chance. Not a great chance, but a chance. I went through all the stat websites. Hockey Viz has them at 23% to make the playoffs. Evolving Wild, 54%. Money Puck, 49%. And The Athletic at 39%. So it's not impossible. They have circumstances. Exactly. So you're saying there's a chance. You're saying there's a chance. And that right now is a lot better than what they've had for a while now. We talked about it when I was on the show on Tuesday. They went from like a 50% chance in the athletic model to make of making the playoffs down into like the teens over the course of the month of February. Now the Jets are kind of in this tailspin where they've only won two of their last 10, one of their last 10, something like that. Mm-hmm. Their goaltending has kind of hit a wall. The five-on-five play in front of the goalie hasn't been as good. And even as good as Connor Hellebuck is, he hasn't been able to drag that corpse of a team the last week or two. So the Flames are alive. We're going to talk more about why they're alive, but they are alive. Yeah. And you know what? I think even with less than 20 games to go in the season, this is... 17 to go. (laughs) Yeah. Their heart is still beating. There's still some blood flow. And we're seeing just signs of life from them that we haven't seen all season. Markstrom got a shutout! Right! Finally! For the first time this season. It only took until March... But, hey, it happened. I didn't – I really didn't think he was going to be able to uh, put one in his shootout or shutout column this year. But, I mean, one compared to nine last year, you know, that's a little little discrepancy. But it's fine because, you know what? He's still alive. You have – Game to game. Yeah. It's not about next week. It's not about Sunday. It is about the next game. This is like being in a pennant race in baseball. You know how many games the team in front of you is ahead of you. You're going to play them head-to-head one time down the stretch here. You know exactly what you need to do. You're scoreboard watching. You're opening the NHL app every single night while the Mm -hmm. Flames are on. Okay, who's playing around us? Does this help us? Does that hurt us? You are – this is – a descent into madness for most people because there aren't casual hockey fans. You're either in or you're out. And as you can tell by like the frantic state of my voice, as I'm describing this, I'm kind of talking myself into this a little bit and I'm having a bit of fun with this, but this is why you like sports is the Mm. opportunity for something special to happen. Yeah. Probably not going to happen, but there's a chance something special happens here down the stretch. And you know what, if you, if you live off of those moments of excitement and just like literally to quote the great philosopher, Taylor Swift, if you're living for the hope of it all, there's nothing anyone can tell you or to convince you that it's just not going to happen. You know, the Flames, they've won two games in a row. This is not a heater by any means. Yes, things are going great for them. Relatively it's, speaking. Relatively, relatively speaking. <laughs> yes. But it's not a large enough sample size to be like completely bought Body. in on. No. And that's fine. That's fine. Just that's just sometimes 
you've got to root for the improbable. This is yeah. what sports is all about, the highs and lows. To quote the greatest CW show of all time, Riverdale, it's all about the highs and lows of high school, of high school okay? <laughs> the Flames are here. They've been in the gutter. That seven-game losing streak early on in the season where everybody was kind of looking around at each other and was going, I thought we were going to win the Stanley Cup this year. Yeah. We are alive. That is what matters. They yeah. are still drawing breath. They can still pass this final. They got a, they got a lot of work to do. They got a <laughs> lot of work to do. It starts Friday night against the Ducks, and it goes from there. But they are alive, and that's what matters. Yep. And that's, you know, one – one game at a time. So nope. you just, if you get too ahead of yourself, you're going to spiral. And we, we want to prevent any more spiraling yes. uh, this season. So we're going to kind of talk about the flame schedule versus uh, Winnipeg's coming up next and breaking down just how different they are and how this kind of bodes in uh, the flames favor. But before we do that, let me tell you about FanDuel. FanDuel is where you can get all of your betting actions, and it is the perfect, safe, secure way to get your bonus bets, too. If you place your no-sweat first bet and your bet doesn't win, you can get up to $1,000 back in bonus bets when you go to FanDuel.com slash locked on. Nick, it is Thursday. Have you decided... Any bets you're placing for the weekend? Or tonight? 10,000%. I am betting the over in the England Great Britain baseball game on Saturday in the World Baseball Classic. I It is going to look like 1776 on Saturday night. <laughs> the, America is going to score a thousand runs off of an Uber driver from England on Saturday. And I, for one, cannot wait to watch the slow trot around the bases Mike Trout does when he hits an 87-mile-an-hour meatball somewhere into the atmosphere, okay? Saturday is – this is what international sports is fun when it gets very fun, when you get a juggernaut superpower playing against guys who have regular full-time jobs. Like, I don't know if you saw, but there are guys on the Czech baseball team in the World Baseball Classic who are, like, high school teachers, and, like, they're going to be playing oh against – like professional baseball players and i for one cannot wait because it brings me back to one of my the, my favorite shows of my childhood pros versus joes where they would yes. just have professional athletes bully normal people to yeah. kind of humble them and it's gonna be so much fun i i for one cannot wait to watch england and, and uh, america on saturday so if you would like to turn in uh or tune in to uh the american revolution rematch you can head on over to uh, FanDuel.com and place all of your money on uh, the United States for winning. And of course, all you have to do is visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to learn more. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. And thank you, everyone, for hanging out with us today. As always, you can follow us on Twitter at LO underscore Flames Pod, Jess Belmosto, and Nick Zoraris. What a, what a time to, to be rooting for the Flames. There is a world in which this goes like Hamburglary, like what was that, 2016 or 17, where Andrew Hammond came in for the Senators and they went yep. on that crazy heater while Craig Anderson was out. There's a world in which that happens where we're all talking about the uh, 
the Markstrom heat check or the Kadri or whoever it is over the next month that kind of drags them across the finish line basically by themselves because to this point, nobody's really been able to elevate their game to the point that they can carry the team for extended periods of time, at least yet. It's it's not likely, but it's possible. That's the motto of today's episode. It's not likely, but it's possible. And anything is possible. And then you start talking yourself into crazy things. We just said in the last segment, you can't look ahead. We're not on the Flames, so we're going to look ahead. The Flames, anybody on the team, if you're listening, Daryl, if you're listening, Brad, if you're listening, Ducks, Ducks, I want you quacking in the locker room at each other, okay? No distractions. It's only about the Ducks. But for us, we're doing content. They have three games with the Ducks down the stretch, two with the Sharks, two with the Canucks, and then one each with Arizona and Chicago, one game head-to-head with Winnipeg, and one more game head-to-head with Minnesota. There's your math right there. That is the bulk of your games down this stretch. You've got 17 to go. You take care of business. We said the other day, 14-4 and down the stretch. They've since won another two games. So you have to go 12-4 and now down these last few games. Not impossible when you look at those easy games against the bad teams. If you catch Winnipeg in this weird spiral that they've been in the last few weeks because of the goaltending, Winnipeg is in a spiral right now, and their schedule is considerably harder because the Flames' next game is the Ducks on Friday. But the Mm -hmm. Jets, they come back on Saturday. They play Florida, Tampa, Carolina, Boston, and then Nashville, and those are all on the road. Five straight road games in the middle of this tailspin. That's tough. That's really tough, and that's why I've started to come around a little bit more to where I am now versus where I was last week, where it's over. It's just a matter of when. I didn't account for the Jets going on a tailspin like this. No. That, again, that's what makes sports sports. You can't predict a lot of this stuff. Yeah, 100%. And, you know, with the Flames being who they are as a hockey team, anything – like. We've said it all season. Anything is possible. But now, like, you're getting down to crunch time where you need that kind of hope and magic to play into your side of things. I think that, you know, with Winnipeg kind of spiraling, it definitely gives the Flames some benefit here. And it's just nice to see that um, something is kind of going in their favor for once. But how on earth is this team going to win against these teams that they've struggled against, who bottom of the barrel teams, when it matters most? I mean, it's a fair question. They've played, the Flames have played better for about, I'd say a week and a half, two weeks now, Mm -hmm. mostly on the goaltending. Markstrom's got pretty good numbers in his last, I think it's five starts. He's been pretty solid through the last five. The offense hasn't been there. I mean, they won one nothing in overtime against the Wild, who granted, the Wild are a very good defensive team. I I get that. And the Flames don't have a high, the type of high-end player you need to find offense in those types of situations where you're going to be able to create dangerous Mm -hmm. chances, even though you can't create a lot. It's a, it's a fair question. The defense has been meh. The goaltending has been pretty good. The last two weeks, the offense needs to find a way they need somebody to get on a 25% shooting streak for two weeks. They need to fully to just let it fly. And he gets a lot more goals to go in than he has been or Kadri or Lindholm or Huberto. It doesn't matter who it is. That's the 
beautiful part of this kind of irrational confidence is it doesn't matter what's happened to this point. It doesn't. No. You are alive. It is about the next shift you get out on the ice, the next period you're going to play, the next game you're going to play. You got to take it step by step in that incremental process. I've been saying that all year in regards to Markstrom getting himself on the right path, one save at a time. For the Flames, it's one shift at a time. String a bunch of good shifts together, you get a good period. Bunch of good periods, bunch of good games. Bunch of mm-hmm. good games, you're on a heater. It really is that simple when you break it down. It's not that simple in actuality. It's that simple to say. (laughs) Yeah, no, 100%. And I think, like, something that has just helped the morale of this locker room that has been so just defeated and not themselves is Jacob Pelletier. I saw a headline um, this morning. I didn't get a chance to read the article, but it was from the Calgary Sun, and it was – um, someone in the locker room referred to him just as a fountain of sunshine. And I feel like that is the perfect way to describe him. You know, if he isn't necessarily producing on the ice, you know that he's going to be the first guy there that is celebrating with you. That's quite literally lifting you up when you score. And, you know, when, um, you know, you sh- get the puck in during a shootout, he's over there patting Kadri on the shoulders and just, hyping him up we all need someone like that and I feel like this confidence and just outward positivity from pelts is one of those things that can help this team go oh absolutely the way I would describe this was everybody was at someone's house for like a week and like hanging out and just like really depressed and like talking about the person who passed and then Someone who's a little bit younger, who doesn't really understand the gravity of death, came in and made everybody laugh and kind of lighten the mood. And that's kind of what's been going on since he's kind of found a spot. That kind of energy is infectious. And there's an old adage in sports that the young teams, the younger players, are too stupid to know any better about how, like, difficult everything is. So when they come in with that young naivety, that's good for the older guys (laughs) who are a little bit more jaded and depressed all the time. Because if you got that guy in there who's bouncing or off the walls with that young enthusiasm, who's giving you hugs, who's picking you up, who's patting you on the back, that's like, all right, all right, we can do this. We can yeah. do this. That type of that type of energy is so valuable when you're trying to string this together. That us against the world, that we can do this, no one else believes in us. That type of energy is so empowering for athletes, and you see it all the time. The nobody believes in us mantra that is so powerful that good teams use it all you mean of the like time. The Patriots when they yes, went on, the pa- yeah, yeah. The Patriots, yeah. Alabama, Georgia, they got some crazy media circles going on. They've got fake journalists printing articles to hang on the wall in in the locker room and stuff. Nobody believes in you, but coach, we're eleven and zero. No one believes. No one in believes you. in you. Yeah, it's so like now that, yeah. It's like last season when, you know, even though the Flames were so good, it still felt like no one believed in them and they were considered to be an underdog. But then, like, you look at their record and what they're doing and it's like, is if your top line has 340 goal scores, are you really an underdog? No, Correct. but you have to understand where we're coming from. This team is way more of an underdog. So let's kind of 
get those actual articles hanging on the wall. Let's start wearing dog masks in the saddle dome like we're the eagles. Let's get nuts with it. Let's get nuts with it. Let's do it. There's no reason why we can't have fun for the last 17 games of the season and make make the most of it. Yeah. What has happened to this point is inconsequential. We've got 17 games to go. Make it happen. That's all you have to do. All you have to do is just get in by the skin of your teeth and then let... You worry about it when you get there. If you make the playoffs after going on this uh, crazy heater, everybody will be fine if you lose in the first round in six games. Yeah. Everybody everybody would be okay with that if you messed around all semester and you still ended up passing the class. Just get in. Just get in. And all of the complaining... All of the, well, there's no future, there's no direction, what is this team actually going to be? All of that gets put on the back burner if you play perform down the stretch here with 17 to go. 100%. And you know what? Someone's got to lose in the first round. That's just how it goes. And that's sports, baby. But coming up next, we will wrap up today's episode with some more logical and rational critical thinking skills from yours truly. All right, everyone. You're going to want to make sure you're subscribed to Locked On Flames because it's time. We're in the final stretch of the season, regular season, I should say, and who knows what's coming after that. So you're going to want to make sure you're locked in to Locked On Flames wherever you get your podcasts. What's going to happen if they actually make the playoffs? (laughs) A lot of irrational things, a lot of irrational things will happen if the Flames are actually able to sneak into the playoffs and then play either. I don't even know who's in first place in the Pacific because it changes so frequently. I think it's Vegas. I I think Vegas. uh, Hang on. This is why we have the NHL app handy. Because the standings tab is the one. Oh, I have it up. Yeah, it's Vegas, LA, Seattle. Yeah, because it's Western Conference. It's right now they would play Vegas in the first round, but Dallas has 81 and LA has 82 as well. So it could be any of those three teams, depending on whoever finishes with the highest point total because of the way the wild card system works. Mm-hmm. You play either of the Pacific Division teams. I wouldn't feel too bad about it. Dallas would worry me. I wouldn't want to play Ottinger in the first round again, just again. speaking frankly. But right now, we're worried about the Ducks. Yeah. Go beat Trevor Zegris. Go – I don't even know who's healthy on the Ducks. Go beat – I don't think Adam Henrique is healthy. They traded John Klinberg. Yeah. Uh, Jamie Drysdale hasn't played all year. Uh, go beat the Ducks, for the love yeah. of God. The Ducks are quite – are they the worst team in the league? Third – fourth worst team in the entire league. I'm looking at it right now. The Ducks are the fourth worst team in the entire league. Go take care of business against the Ducks, and you go from there. And then Arizona. Take care of business. These are doable. When you have to play the good teams, okay, then you worry about it then. But until then, you can only worry about the next game. You are in survival mode now. The second, the third game after tomorrow, they don't matter if you don't win tomorrow. I was looking, and every playoff model is different. They all calculate it differently. But of the ones I use, the one I particularly like is evolving wilds because it will tell you the impact each game has on the specific playoff odds 
if the Flames win in regulation tomorrow, their playoff probability increases by 5%. One game, 5%. That's that's a significant amount of impact that one game has. And it's why you can't get caught up in, well, what about when they play next game? Like I said, they better be quacking at each other to remind each other. It's only about the Ducks. It's only about the Ducks. They're going to come in with, like, the little duck boat, like, whistles. Yeah. Like, the beaks or whatever. Like That's what they should have. They just, you know how, like, they do, like, themed travel trips? Maybe yeah. more so in baseball. But, like, they did, like, a back-to-school one in September a few years ago. The Red Sox did. Or they do, like, just these yeah. fun things. What? I know Daryl Sutter isn't known for his fun, outgoing personality. Daryl's gone duck just, hunting in his life. He's got a duck right. whistle somewhere in his house. Just, just do Use it. Use that at practice fun. instead of a regular whistle. Use a duck whistle at practice instead of a regular whistle. Exactly. These are million-dollar ideas. Someone listen. Right. Someone, we're going to know. We are absolutely going to know if someone listens to this show when they show up to Morning Skate tomorrow. Everybody should be wearing camouflage like they're going duck hunting tomorrow. That's the theme for practice tomorrow. Everybody show up in camouflage. (laughs) With the eye black. Yeah, like you're going hunting tomorrow. You're going duck hunting tomorrow. Go take care of business. Oh my god, that would be hysterical. And I also have to say, Jacob Markstrom's save percentage is an 8-9-3. I know it doesn't start with a 9, but it has a 9 in it. And I will take it in any way I can. I mean, eight nine three isn't great, but like it's better well, than an eight eight. Well, if we seven. round up, if we round up with only two decimal places, it's ninety. But yeah, that's not how that's not how save percentages no, is rounded, unfortunately. No, but we should just give him a few bonus points because. He struggled all year. You get on a heater down the stretch. Nobody talks about the fact you only had a 904 save percentage for the year if you go on a crazy heater here. No one cares. Yesterday doesn't matter. The game after the next day doesn't matter. It's only about the next game. Yeah. And if anything, they're just going to say, wow, what a performance he's putting on after only performing at a 904 all season. Wow. Where has this been? We don't know. Nobody no. knows. It's no, goaltending. No one... It's magic. It's voodoo. Exactly. There is no real explanation. No, there's not. And that's why you just gotta hang on and just go with the flow because there is truly no real answer until you reach game 82. Exactly. And that's what it's going to come down to for this team because why would they ever want to make things easy for their fans? What? what it ain't over till it's over. But uh, it might be getting late early out there. That's the, that. Those are the two yogiisms you got to use in this. Yeah, it's getting dark early. It's getting late early, meaning oh, the end is near. Yeah, but it ain't over till it's over. Exactly, exactly. And you know we're gonna be here with you guys uh, through the end of the season to ride this out, and of course year round too. But we're gonna just be super excited to um, hopefully end this season on a high note and look at things one game at a time because getting too ahead of yourself is detrimental to this game plan and nick do you have anything you want to add before we wrap up today's episode quack quack (laughs) 
thank you everyone for hanging out with uh, Locked On Duck Hunt here with us. And make sure you're subscribed to Locked On Flames wherever you're getting your podcasts. We are available anywhere you get your podcasts, such as Spotify, Apple, Audible, Amazon, Odyssey, wherever. And YouTube as well. Um, Leave some ducks in the YouTube comments if you've made it this far or have any other fun analogies we can use um, for other teams. But uh, we will see you tomorrow as we wrap up another week of the regular season here on Lockdown Flames.